Conservative. Christian. Mother. Wife. Air Force veteran. Gun rights advocate. This is Stacy on the Right. Here's your host, Stacy Washington. But you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, How much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? At that time, his voice shook the earth, and now he has promised, Once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful, and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Still in Hebrews, my friends, Hebrews 12. And tonight we were in 13 or 22 through 29, 22 through 29. Welcome to Stacey on the Right. It's Monday night. And I have something that we have to talk about now. I've kind of been waiting and holding my powder a little bit, but developments over the weekend, announcements by President Trump on Truth Social about the nature of the raid and now the refusal to release the affidavit. It's time we, it's time we had that chat. It's time we kind of broke this all the way down. Because I feel like everybody understands what's happening, but we're and we're talking about it and we're talking around it and we're talking through it and over it and under it. But the thing is the thing, and we're gonna have to unpack that tonight here on the show. First, let me share with you our guest, Lisa Daftari from the Foreign Desk. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. She's gonna join us um, on Salman Rushdie being attacked. Um, and the recent announcements by certain countries about the attack. I mean, they're just, they're not holding back. The nastiness is on full throttle. Jared Knott is a decorated combat infantry officer from Vietnam, and he has a book called Tiny Blunders, Big Disasters, 39 Tiny Mistakes That Changed the World Forever. Can't wait to talk about the aftermath and fallout of the DOJ's raid at Mar-a-Lago with him. And then Sherry James, she's a founder of 2020 Lives Changed, and she's the author of After the Suicide, Leading with Love and Light, We're going to talk about social media warnings that are telling people not to dial 988, which is the new suicide and crisis lifeline. Um, Can't wait to talk to her about that. Um, Sometimes you can't like it's things are so bizarre, you can't make them up. So she'll set the record straight for us. So let's let's first talk about this. So previous to now, previous to the raid on Mar-a-Lago, there were about six whistleblowers from within the FBI who had come forward and were talking to Republicans on different issues stemming from the Trump administration. And the FBI's treatment of former President Trump. But now we have the release of the search warrant, which showed that President Trump is under investigation for potential obstruction of justice, which is serious, but is also a catch all. Right. Obstruction of justice. That's a good one to slap on people that you don't have anything seriously specific on. And then Espionage Act violations, which if he's guilty of Espionage Act violations, then so are 50% of Americans, 60, maybe 65% of Americans. What I mean by that is this is a guy who loves this country. He loved it so much. He left private jets and I don't know, do they own 13 houses? I'm not sure. Um, They have not just the private jets, but they have the private helicopters and then the, the cars, the fleet of limos, all of the rich excess 
that exists for people who are in that very tiny sliver of the elite in America who are billionaires. And he decided to be a political figure, which was the worst thing he could do for his business. It ran uh, Ivanka's business literally evaporated into thin air. She had a clothing empire gone because her father was running for president as a Republican. Even her priceless art collection, the artists who made the art said they didn't want her showcasing it on social media anymore because they didn't want their art affiliated with her because she's the daughter of this man who's running for president as a Republican. So if, if there was anybody who, you know, didn't like America and really wanted to enrich themselves and continue on a fabulous lifestyles of the rich, 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 rich and famous, it would be the Trump family. They were at the height of their popularity when he makes this decision to come down the escalator and decide that he's running for president as a Republican. So we all know that, right? But I'm saying that for the good of the order because we need to set the table as to what he did and the motivation behind it. The motivation was 40 years in the public eye on television and news, 60 Minutes. Think of the news magazines of the day, that you know, the bygone era. I think that show's still on TV, but who watches? Um, before social media, you would make news by going to the mayoral meeting in New York City and giving a speech there, which the local news in New York City would pick up and then, you know, go back and watch the YouTube videos saying the same thing about the primacy and supremacy of America, the ideal of America, the experiment of our Constitution and what it means, not just for us and capitalism and the free market system, but our impact around the globe. He's been talking about these things for over 40 years. So if anybody here has changed, it's actually President Biden, who used to be a safe, legal and rare guy. He used to be a law and order guy. He used to be a don't send my two little white sons to school with black kids because they'll be in a racial jungle. That's that's who that is. So for all of the talk about how well President Trump is a traitor, a traitor to what? The traitor, the word, either it doesn't mean what we think it means or he's the farthest thing from it. So what do you do if you can't get your hands on something incriminating? He's almost so squeaky clean, it engenders a kind of um, gaslighting for people who hate President Trump. People who hate him, they feel like they're being gaslit because they know he's guilty of something. They know he's a criminal. Why else would MSNBC have said he's a criminal every day for the past, you know, four or five years? Why would so many people in the public eye say he's a criminal on the left if he really wasn't a criminal? So they're searching for that criminality. They couldn't pin him with criminality associated with January 6th. They had the hearings. America didn't care. So now they have this raid under the guise of him, you know, nuclear codes, nuclear information, you know, all the spies the FBI has wherever or the CIA. These things aren't true. So what do you do when you can't find the criminality you know is there? What's the one place that's sacrosanct that you're not allowed to look besides the highly secured classified documentation that he had access to with his higher than top secret Yankee white security clearance, all access pass to everything. He had that as president. And then there's one other thing that's sacrosanct that no one is supposed to have violated here in this country. It's a part of our Anglo-Saxon judicial system. It's a part of the timeline that begins with innocent until proven guilty by a jury of your peers, right? It starts there. And it's important to recall that it comes from the Anglo-Saxon system of government. Look it up. 
When you read about how they came up with innocent until proven guilty, and then we brought that here to this country and made it the rule of the the land, the law of the land here, because in a nation that's ruled by kings, where the birthright, the divine birthright gives you the right to tell a person, you may be innocent of any crime, but you're guilty because I don't like you. And so off with your head or to the gallows with you or to the, 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 uh, the gulag, that's where the founders came from Great Britain, which that was what they had going on there. They had a king. And if he liked you, you were a member of the peerage. And if he hated you, you would disappear. And sometimes brutally all your family as well. So the thing that I'm talking about that they really wanted to look at because they have to find the criminality. Remember, we're not talking about a logical thought process here. We're talking about a group of Americans who have literally gaslit themselves into thinking that unless they take Donald Trump down, this whole country is going to be destroyed. Never mind the fact that Joe Biden's actually destroying America and the Democrats are helping him. But ignore all of that. And get into the mind of these leftists for just one second here. Just this one segment will be in their minds because we can't stay in there any longer than that and keep our own sanity. So they're in a position where they have to validate their belief that President Trump is a criminal. They cannot allow him to run around the country and gallivant from Mar-a-Lago to, to New Jersey and back. He can't do that. He can't go to uh Dallas and go to, to CPAC. He can't go to any of these speaking engagements. He cannot continue to week after week in special election and primary in general endorse these candidates and then they win. He, he can't keep doing that. He's a criminal. Remember, we're in the mind of the left here. If it sounds crazy, that's because you're in the mind of the left. Remember where you are. You have to get back out. Where I'll, I'll lead you out. So in this moment... Anything that has to be done is justifiable and good if we can just find this criminality that is proof that Trump is not only not ever worthy of having been the president. He didn't really beat Hillary. He didn't. No, he's a criminal and we'll be able to get rid of him and he'll never be able to be president again. So that pathology is at work here. And the one place, two places, I just named one. The first one is they can't touch the confidential information that he had the security clearance to see that the FBI didn't, right? Because that's how this works. He was the president and he had the all access pass. They didn't. The FBI doesn't. That judge doesn't. None of these elected officials, Nancy Pelosi didn't. It doesn't matter that she's close to the presidency. There are things President Trump saw that she never saw because he was the president and she wasn't. And that can't be allowed to stand either. So an affidavit that puts probable cause at issue before a judge who then validates it and says, yeah, you can go in. And then they wait three weeks before they go in, by the way, because if this is like some national security thing, don't you think they would have went in January 7th or January 21st right after he leaves? If they really thought something was going on, that was wouldn't they have gone in 30 strong while he was home? So they go in and they take his passports. And they take a number of boxes labeled A1, A22, boxes that are clearly from his legal team. And in America, you cannot pierce the seal of information between a person who may or may not be a defendant and their attorney. 
Because if you're looking at that, what does the attorney-client privilege even mean? Well, if you're Donald Trump, it means nothing. Because in the mind of the left, you're a criminal. And even if we have to pierce privilege and remove from you a key tenet of our Anglo-Saxon jurisprudence, do it because he's guilty. And unless we can prove it, we'll continue to be unable to sleep at night, be unable to live our lives, be unable to live at peace with other people, be unable to do anything really. He must be stopped. So now we're walking out of that mental process and we're coming back to reality. That's what we're watching here. We're watching a pathology of the mind of the left that has led them to a place where they're actually breaking the law so they can prove that President Trump is some kind of a criminal. And we know he's not. He's the most investigated man in modern history. We know he's definitely not selling things to the Russians or anybody else because wouldn't that leave a trail? No. Who's selling things to China and Russia? That would be the Biden family. Who's in their pocket? Biden's, Pelosi's, you name it on the left, but certainly not the Trump's. So they're actually guilty now at this point of not just breaking our norms, not just attacking the norms because we don't, we don't use our government agencies to prosecute our political enemies, especially not presidents once they've left office. And the documents that they're looking at, it, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but it seems that anything that would come from breaking that seal, from piercing that seal, would then be fruit of the poisonous tree and you would not be able to continue on with it. It, it, it seems that the entire thing is now tainted because they took those documents. They also took his passports, which I'm not sure why they would take those if it's an investigation, but he's not been charged. He is free to roam about the world. He is in no way constrained by the fact that they're doing an investigation. They have not formally informed him that he cannot leave the country. So they say, Merrick Garland and others, that they need all this information and they can't share the affidavit because if they do, then everything we know, everything they know, it will put it in jeopardy if we all know it. So they want permission to redact, redact, redact. And, you know, depending on how they shop that around, they probably will either get the redactions or it will remain sealed. Because this is a continuation of the witch hunt. And so if there was any part of me, and there wasn't, that was willing to believe that he'd done something wrong that would justify this kind of third world tin pot dictatorship type moronic action that part which never existed evaporated when I heard they took the passports they took the attorney-client privilege information and they took confidential information that he had the right to look at that they didn't this is nothing more than them trying to stop his role of endorsements and his march back into Pennsylvania Avenue's nicest residence And so if you're a Democrat and you support this, you support them doing this to you because the shoe always goes on the other foot. The nonsense rolls downhill. If they're hitting Trump with it and all the rest of us are downhill, 
It's only a matter of time before it hits the rest of us. And it will be equal opportunity because, as you know, Democrats don't have a problem turning on their own. Just ask J.K. Rowling. Just ask any of the comedians who made jokes back in the 80s and 90s and 2000s that are now no longer allowed. Just ask anyone who dared to question Me Too or transgenderism or CRT in schools. Ask anyone who's on the left, who's now on the right, or who's now politically unaffiliated, who was pushed out because they asked the wrong question, how quickly the left will turn those same fangs they've bared for Trump onto you. That's why we have the Anglo-Saxon system of jurisprudence that says innocent until proven guilty, because you don't want your innocence or guilt to hinge on whether or not you've recently or long ago said the right or wrong thing, or if you're friends with the right or wrong person. There is no divine right of kings unless you're talking about Jesus Christ. We are Americans. And so those documents should be returned to him, including his passports. And this entire exercise should be purged because it has no root in what we understand to be our rights under the Constitution as citizens of this country. Whether you were a president or whether you're sitting behind a microphone at 8 15, 8, 21 central time. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. Garbage truck delivery guy, pickup guy, Uber driver, physician, CPA, astronaut, whatever you're doing, if you're holding American citizenship, you are innocent until proven guilty. And every agency, including the FBI, is required by the Constitution to treat you as such and to follow the same rules for every American. And you Democrats had better be thinking long and hard about whether or not you really believe in that for everyone. Because when it's your turn, there won't be anybody behind the mic to stop them from coming for you. We'll be right back. 